101X, it's the morning, X. How are you? It's the end of the world as we know it, the start of a brand new day. And look, there's my number one friend right there. Hush me today. Hush me tomorrow. Nicholas Hodge, the host of the morning, X. What's up, my guy? How you doing, buddy? How you doing? Look, I, I know that everybody's freaking out because your tire pressure is low. Warnings are going off in your cars. Everybody's it's not, freaking out. It's not the end of the world. It's, not, it's fine, yeah. guys. It's yeah. fine, guys, okay? Yeah. Like, Thursday, it'll be back up to normal. You don't have to. Don't ignore all those warnings, okay? Exactly. I just turned in a rental car that had, like, 18 warning lights on. I was like, <laughs> oh, I'm, sure, I'm sure these are fine. <laughs> I'm sure these were on when I, when I got them. Uh, yeah, in the words of the great REM, it's the end of the world as we know it. Day number one for your guy as a rides in Uber. Uber to work guy. Uh, I, How was uh, it? It was excellent, honestly. Yeah. I don't know if I can handle the twelve dollars a day expense. <laughs> I'm not. I'm not kidding around, man. No, all no, right. No, it's twelve dollars back the other way as well. Mm-hmm. Uh, but it, it's kind of nice. All right. I, I uh, I've been watching the morning show again. Yeah. Which I can't tell if it's okay or outright awful, uh, but I enjoy watching it, and uh, it's fun. It's about you know fancy New York City, uh, big time. Is it just because morning show TV people? Most of your life, you have also hosted a morning show, and so you look at Jennifer Aniston, and you're like, we're the same. I mean, honestly, there are parts of it that I'm like, oh, I get it. Yeah, yeah you got yeah, yeah. to just work right next to this crazy person and pretend like everything is okay. I understand. That was not directed. Yeah, at we you. both can't have that same take. Okay. Okay. Good. 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 Maybe it wasn't directed at you. But yeah, they like get picked up by black cars in the morning and yes. they ride across Manhattan yes. and the producers of the show provide a news briefing and so they get all caught up before they... And so yeah, I just take the eight minute drive to work as an opportunity. I, the producers of this show give me a good news briefing. Did your, and, uh, did your driver uh, catch you up on this morning? I would love to oh, know no, the no, 5 no, no, a.m. No. current events. Just like when Jennifer Aniston is being driven to work. You say good morning and then we don't speak again. Yeah. Okay, these are, these are the rules. Are you uh, to catch so, you up? Everything's bad. It? Everything in the is world everything is bad? bad. Everything in the world is bad. What are you talking bad. about? Yeah. Spurs beat the the uh, uh, Phoenix Suns last night? Oh, I'm talking about news. That's not no, That's your department, that's my friend. Sports. That's why I'm in sports. Oh. All right. Rangers going to win the World Series. Oh, I miss you, Texas sports. Texas number seven, college football playoff. Yeah. I had to read some numbers. That's it. Everything's good, man. Everything is good. Uh, Nick did say that he... Uh, he felt bad for not offering me a ride to work today, so he carried my headphones 12 feet from the uh, the uh, office into the studio. You got it, buddy. Thank Good you. To help. Thank you. Glad you could help me with that. Man, I tell you what, though, returning that rental car, I don't know how you gas driving people do it. Because I have to find I have to find gas to put in it before I can return it's it. A certain mark on the, yeah. I it, finding gas at 5 p.m. in this town. I had to go to five. Talking about? I had to go to five gas stations. They were out of gas. Yes. I'm. If this is not normal, okay. I had a special day yesterday. <laughs> the morning X. What what X? It's the morning X, Nick and Dick, and it's time for today's morning X burning X question. What's got you burning X today, buddy? Oh, I'm burning about the cold. Oh yeah, it's a cold burn. I guess I was freaking out on Monday or mm-hmm. I don't know whatever it was a million days ago that it was forty. It's currently thirty-eight in Austin today. Yeah, so uh, bundle up, kids. Yeah, it's weird. I turned on the heat yesterday and just nothing happened. It was like, ah, this is close <laughs> enough. <laughs> what do you mean nothing happened? I think it was like in a sweet spot where like it wasn't. It wasn't the AC yeah. wasn't kicking on, but the heat wasn't kicking on. It was like, ah, this is fine. This is a tricky a time sweater. of year where yeah, you turn on the heat, but then a couple of days later, it's like I need air conditioning yeah. again. I wish well, there was just one transition day. Specific, specifically tricky is what do I do with my tire pressure light? 
because that, that alarm went on <laughs> the other day. And I want to know, have your tires exploded yet because of cold-induced low tire pressure? Yes or no, at 101X Morning X on Twitter. Because uh, I saw a report. Surely not. Like, that came surely on, and not. at first it freaked me out because I was just like, oh, crap, I drove over a nail or something. I've got, like, because it's just, it's just, it's my back rear one that is triggered. Okay. I don't know if they just can only warn me about one tire at a time on mm-hmm. the 2016 Nissan Altima. Or if it's just like that one was particularly low to begin with, and so it's just triggered because of the cold. But I saw a report, like people were apparently lining up on Monday around like a brake check or tire center or whatever it was. Uh, hot tip, quick trip. Uh, every quick trip has free air. Ooh. You know what? I should have told that. Delete that. Don't air that part, all right? I'm happy to pay my 75 cents, but. Now, well, that's the problem. Is that I go to a place and I was like, I don't have any I don't have any quarters. Yeah. <laughs> I need an air machine that takes cards, all right? <laughs> but but the quick trip. Just tap it. Yeah. The quick trip uh, takes uh, has free air every yeah. quick, quick trip. So you did, well, I guess you were, you're driving a rental car, so you don't care. You're not. Yeah, but I also, uh, and let me ask you this. Is this your first time since, uh, you know, you've uh, upgraded vehicles? Is this the first time you've had a car that tells you about the air pressure in your tires? No, but the old one, the 2009 Nissan Altima, just that light was broken. So it just, (laughs) no matter what happened, it was just constantly on. Uh, Yeah, I, I will just ignore it. Uh, my my relatable brand automobile uh, tells the exact tire pressure. Yeah. Uh, and so I know if it's just a little bit low, I was like, yeah. oh, yeah, yeah. It's yeah. just because it got a little cold today. It'll be fine a couple days. Uh, but like, I, I was just, I was flabbergasted. Like, A, just go to the gas station and find some quarters, which uh-huh. I guess maybe you make a trip to the bank if you're Jason Dick and you don't live quarters, okay? <laughs> my change folds. It don't jingle. <laughs> yeah. But who um, has quarters? Just the idea that, that would, people were waiting in line. I was like, just go to the gas station and fill this up. But also, I'm just like, we can wait it out, right? This is yeah. the first cold spell. I, as a matter of fact, I would be worried uh, of the contrary. Uh, that Exactly. You, if it warms up this weekend yeah. and now all of a sudden my tires are too full. This weekend, it's going to be incredible. And so, yeah, you filled, uh, filled up your tires when it was 38 degrees, and now your tire just blows up in your face. Exactly. Uh, I don't think that that happens either. But Well, I looked it up and it says, say, why is low tire pressure bad? It says, when a tire is underinflated. Its sidewalls flex more than they were designed to uh, during cornering and braking. I so have I that same problem. I feel like my sidewall <laughs> flexes. Oh, sorry, sorry, sorry. Stupid. Go ahead. You no, do it. no, it's fine. Both of our <laughs> sidewalls have been flexed for several years. Uh-huh. Yes. So I guess that explains why I have low traction. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so I guess this is like a real thing that potentially, especially, I did see somebody um, just driving through my neighborhood the other day, just like blew out their front tire on a truck. In front of my house, mm. and I was like, "Oh mm. man, is that because mm. your your tire pressure was low?" I don't think so. Based on the condition of this tire, I feel like it was just bad. Because like it was like a catastrophic okay. fail. Uh, and then I was like, "Should I go help this guy out?" Like, "Hey, I got a jack," and then nah, I just I just went inside the house. I don't want to complain about any things. I'm sure people out there have it worse than me. But if uh, tire pressure because of the cold is one of the problems on your agenda today, I envy your life. Okay, no, I am in great, greatly envious of your life. <laughs> uh, but yeah, it goes up and down a little bit uh, based on uh, on the temperature out there. Yeah. I've never been a Tom Brady truther, but that's why I, he didn't yeah. he didn't deflate those balls. Okay. It was just oh. it was just cold season. Mm. All right, it gets cold in it's in Foxborough. His side walls were flexing, yeah. and so his, his balls were just a little low. The morning X. What about X? It's the morning X. Jason Dick, Nick Hajda. It's time for Hajda headlines. We misinterpret the news, so you don't have to. And now the news that's fit to air. Nicholas Hajda, go, go. 
The news out of Gaza continues to be terrible. And instead of telling you about how many people died after Israel bombed a refugee camp to kill a top Hamas commander the other day, I want to talk about Lawrence Fossett, the second living person to receive a genetically modified pig heart and a transplant who has died six weeks after the experimental Mm. procedure. According Mm. to his doctors, Mr. Fawcett's last wish was for us to make the most of what we learned from our experience so others may be guaranteed a chance for a new heart when a human organ is unavailable. Meanwhile, Austin Mayor Kirk Watson is in room temperature water after text messages revealed he helped Greg Abbott's deputy chief of staff's kids' charter school get permits to build a new campus here in town. Uh, I only bring this up to mention that it is still early voting in Austin, Texas, and that this one is about local elections and props, and those are super important. Oh. So everybody go. Right. Early vote ends November 3rd. Will you put out a Nicola, Nick Hajda uh, uh, endorsement page? Like uh, you yeah. you say yes on Prop 1, no on Prop 3. I mean, a lot of it is property tax, so it's just yeah. no, 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 no. You don't. vote no on property taxes. Oh, of course. Of course. You, you I own property, so I don't want to lower the taxes. There is. Well, I feel like you would vote the you know, Prop fine. 9 is about uh, bumping up the pay for retired teachers. Okay. I'm a retired teacher, so give my mommy a raise. Vote yes, Prop 9. And finally... President Biden is signed a new executive order yesterday to boost, uh, help out on uh, AI, the threat of AI. Huh? He, uh, the executive order aims to safeguard against threats posed by AI by ensuring that bad actors do not use the technology to develop devastating weapons or mount supercharged cyber attacks. Uh, apparently, this is because he was partly inspired by the new Mission Impossible movie in which an AI gains sentience and goes rogue which President Biden saw and made him incredibly worried. There are worse things to base your decision-making on as a president uh, than, yeah. uh, than uh, you know, movies like, like Mission Impossible. All right. According there to are his, worse things. Yeah. I'm not saying it's a good thing, but there are worse things. According to Chief of Staff Bruce Reed, he said, quote, if he hadn't already been concerned about what could go wrong with AI before the movie, he saw plenty more to worry about. Apparently, Biden was already concerned after Reed says he, quote, he saw fake AI images of himself and his dog and saw how bad it can and how it can make a bad poetry. So you're right, Jason, whatever, whatever it takes. What is on the president's movie list? Like it was just uh, it was just uh, Halloween. Did he go through a little spooky season? Because I don't know he's going to. He's going to uh, ban uh, kids going out to the campfire site to have a couple of beers. They're going to be like, oh, no. Well, first you of all. You can't do that without getting to your head cut off. It's not going to happen, man. I think he's going he's gonna to look into Henry Cavill's fist cocking technology from Mission Impossible Fallout. It's the bathroom scene where he, he cocks his fist in the I fight. I haven't seen any of that. It's good. It's, I love that one. Uh, but also, Biden doesn't do scary movies because he fights off the Grim Reaper every day. <laughs> wow. Stolen from Saturday Night Live. It was going in joke court even before you told me that it was stolen from somebody else. Go put Lorne Michaels or Colin Yost in there, whatever it is. Your Texas Rangers are going to win the world effing series. TCB 11-7 victory over the Arizona Diamondbacks last night. They lead the series three games to one. Game five is tonight in Arizona. What? You could, yeah. 
They have like three games back to back to back? Yeah, that's like how every baseball series ever works. Uh, a refractory period, baseball. Yeah. Uh, I, I kind of want to tell him, take a knee on the game tonight so that you uh, can celebrate back in Arlington. Uh, but then you're going to put it at risk. And stuff. Uh, yeah, your uh, Texas Rangers could be the world champs as of tonight. Your San Antonio Spurs. I love basketball. 115-114 over the Suns in dramatic fashion. Uh, down four with just seconds remaining. They're like, no problem. Have you heard of Victor Wimbanyama? Yeah. <laughs> Huge put-back dunk. Uh, inbound the ball to Kevin Durant. Steal by Keldon Johnson. He puts it in for the win. 115-114. Uh, Spurs take that one. I saw the big Winnebago with Slenderman for Halloween when he was walking into the building. That's Did- a good one. Okay, that is that is pretty good. Did you invent that nickname, or is that a, that's a, a known thing? The big Winnebago. Oh, that's what everybody calls him. Oh, repeating it to all your friends. Uh, oh, really? <laughs> uh, and finally, this the college football rankings first edition. College football playoff rankings uh, first edition came out. The University of Texas is number seven. Do you know what this means? Nick? Uh, it means good things for Texas, but I'm sure you're just going to talk about how you were correct in your predictions. And- <laughs> uh, uh, no. Why? What, what makes you think that that's what I would do? Because ah, I know you. No, uh, it means nothing. Okay, <laughs> it means nothing. The, the the first edition of the college football playoff <laughs> rankings, for the most part, means nothing. I was re- reading some interesting stats that like nobody outside of the top fifteen has ever made the the college football playoff. Now, when I say ever, we've had what like nine of these. Mm-hmm. Uh, but so yeah, if you're if you're ranked below fifteen or something, that's bad for you. If you uh, if you start in the top six. Then you have a, a great chance of making it to the thing. So. I bet if you start in the top one, like you're almost guaranteed. I bet not. Mm. Uh, almost guaranteed. I guess almost guaranteed is, is fine. Like definition yeah. of almost. I did see it was interesting uh, because Texas was was ahead of Oklahoma. It's like Texas, Alabama, then Oklahoma, which you yeah. all know Oklahoma beat Texas. Uh-huh. But then I saw a thing that committee member Boo Corrigan was talking. You love to this them. Boo Corrigan guy. His name is Boo Corrigan. Uh-huh. Okay. Look, if they had a guy that's his name was was Turkey, whatever Turkey McAllister, I'd switch to him now that it's, it's Thanksgiving, McAllister. but it's still Halloween. Boo Corrigan. Yeah. But anyway, people were asking about how uh, Texas could be ahead of Oklahoma, even though Oklahoma beat them, and he was just like, eh, "Well, you know, whatever, man." <laughs> he did not say yeah. that. He definitely did not yeah, say that. Uh, it goes Ohio State one, Georgia two, uh, Michigan three, Florida State four. So that would be your playoff today if the season ended on Halloween. But in fact, they play for two more months. So, yeah, yeah, it's uh, not a big deal. Then Washington, Oregon six, Texas is seven. Since you asked, Nick, I will tell you, tell everybody that on the other, 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 other show, I absolutely one hundred percent correctly predicted number one and six through nine. Wow. So, how about that? How about that for some sports expertise? The Morning X. What up, X? It's the Morning X. Bert Kreischer brings his shirts off comedy stylings to the Moody Theater in May. We have your chance at tickets in 15-ish minutes. And now the Morning X chronicles the antics of that guy. It is always just that guy, and their friends are usually normal. Brings his incontinent dog to the office guy. Don't be that guy. Right? Uh, don't be that guy. Yeah. Look, yeah, I don't want to be a dick no here, problem. Okay. I don't want to. I don't want to be. I, I don't want to be Look a dick. Okay. Uh, I 
am a dog lover, okay? I like dogs. I have two yeah. dogs. I love one. I like one, all right? Uh, and, and so, yeah, I don't want to come off as the guy who's like, oh, the dog's in the office. I love seeing a dog in the office, okay? If a dog runs up to me, I am happy to have Jump all up in my face, dog. I don't even care if you're a poorly behaved dog. Did I tell you how I was on a jog a couple of weeks ago back before my ankles gave out? Yes. And one of my neighbor's dogs just like full on like... I was a soldier returning from war, jumped yeah. into my yeah. arms. And, and yeah, I was like, this is awesome. I love it. I looked up and then. Did you have like wing sauce on your face no, or something? No, or? no, no. Okay. He was excited to see me. Really? Uh, yeah. And I looked up and saw his, his, his owner. Do you know this dog? No. See, that's the thing. I was like, I don't, I don't believe that you would interact with this. Well, she she was definitely just, not your neighbor. She was just laughing yeah. uh, because it was a, probably an adorable scene. Me, you know, struggling mm-hmm. to run, mm-hmm. and all of a sudden a dog is all up in my face, and I was like, "What's up, buddy? What's going on? What's up? What's up?" And so yeah, I was like, uh, "It's fine that your dog jumped on me. You probably should make a habit of not letting him run into the road and jump on strangers." But I, I'm just saying, I like dogs. Okay, yeah, I, I'm down with dogs. Yeah. But every day I walk into the studio, and I, right right on the floor in front of the the studio door is a what do you what do we call this a a, a pee pad well, a puppy pad puppy pad puppy pad yeah but yes okay. it's, it's for the dogs to go in the bathroom i want to be be clear that i have never observed any mess okay mm-hmm. the studio smells the same level of disgusting that it always has there's well, it's got a couple of years of just a there we used once upon a time had a little <laughs> yeah. bulldog roaming around here that yeah. had some issues and so it's been pre i was going to reference the said person who would bring their dog every day and was, a, I, I would say, frankly, a menace, all right? <laughs> Not just with peeing in the hallway, but with a flatulence problem. Oh, God, yeah. Yeah. Um, and so I, uh, that was obviously, in my opinion, not cool, man. Uh, but if the dog, if you have a dog that requires... A pee pad. Yeah, shouldn't that be a dog that's like, uh, you're gonna you're gonna stay at home today while Daddy goes to work? Well, I, I do believe, uh, and if you're not following along, we're talking about C.J. Morgan. I wasn't gonna. Dad, so. I was Look, gonna make Gary it Jack, totally ambiguous. That guy, okay, right? no, we're talking about him and his dogs. Yeah. Now, I do think that this is a precautionary puppy pad. Okay. Like I don't know if those those dogs. And once upon a time, C.J. did have a dog, Miles, uh, uh, adorable yeah. little curmudgeon uh, dachshund that I bonded with in our hatred of all things, uh, and he. Uh, his back legs didn't work. So sometimes he would crawl around and just leave a trail of little teeny tiny poops down the hallway. <laughs> and so I, I get CJ laughing. All right. I'm not laughing at this crippled I'm, dog. Who's... It's the teeny tiny poops that I'm laughing. At. Oh, okay. But so, yeah, and uh, look, I felt bad because sometimes I'd go get a burger for lunch and he yeah. would crawl from one room to the other trying to get some burger. And I'm mm-hmm. like, you know what? I feel your energy there, Miles. And I'd give him a little piece of burger. Oh, maybe, no maybe, that's was, maybe that's why. Maybe that's why. But uh, so I think this is just precautionary because there have been incidents in the past. Uh, I don't know if, if, the, if the current dogs, Pepperoni and the other one. He's got a, a all right, right. Yeah, uh, yeah. If, if they have any sort think, of issue. I think it's just in case because they are here, CJ's here during his shift and he just doesn't always be able to take shift. them outside. Shift. Shift. So I think it's just precautionary. Uh, okay. Well, it's good. but which, I'll, is, which is responsible. We need to reward Give CJ a little Here's treat. Problem, He's being okay. a responsible pet owner. Yeah, I guess that's good, but it is uh, it's it's lowering my office morale. Okay, oh, just because it's, it's hurting your okay. Look, I already You're declaring mental health on this puppy. I already pad? walk in here every day, and I'm like, I can't believe this thing. This month. 
I, I don't eat. Don't even. Here, I'm gonna tell you. You were free, man. You came I'm back. I'm gonna tell you later. You I'm gonna tell you later what I found in the bathroom yesterday. Okay, <laughs> left by a human being. Please don't. Okay, but yeah, just every day there's something new around here that I'm like, really? Yeah. Is this not a professional workplace? What's going on? And the fact that there's just a a a loose pee pad sitting in the middle of the floor. Now, I just when you you because Jason has mentioned this several times uh-huh. since his return, uh-huh. and I've just always assumed that this is CJ. I mean. Why did you have to go? What was the unfortunate miscommunication? Uh, I'm not sure what you're referring to. You were doing things in the bathroom yeah, that were yeah. inappropriate, and they had made you go on a short sabbatical. Yeah. Maybe the bosses just know your weakness for bathrooms, and like, this is for Jason. They're going to use They don't want to tempt you with the bathroom, so here's a pee pad for you just to go in the corner of the studio. I seriously doubt that part. I right? can't, I'm saying I cannot rule it out, man. CJ, I'm happy to have your, your dog around, as long as it's not... Come on, man. Is he bringing the, is this a mental health support dog, an emotional support is dog? Is there a difference anymore? Or is he just not want to leave the dog at his house because he can come home to a puddle? He's <laughs> like, I'm going to take the puddles to work with me because that's not cool, man. That's not cool in my opinion. The Morning X. Yeah. The uh, Morning X, Nick and Dick, with tickets to see Burt Kreischer at the Moody Center May the 18th. We are going to give them away with another classic edition of... How much does it weigh? Oh. How much do I enjoy this? A lot. Uh, our contestant is, uh, hi, Bobby. Yes, sir. How are you doing? Good, Bobby. Uh, check it. Uh, I'm going to give uh, you and Nick uh, three items, things, people, places, sometimes automobiles. You never know what it's going to be. Mm-hmm. And you just have to tell me. <laughs> How much does it weigh? Uh, obviously, you want to be as close as possible. Scoring is cumulative, and whoever has the smallest number, the smallest disparity at the end, you uh, or Nick, well, Nick's not going to Burt Kreischer. If you beat Nick, you're going to go see Burt Kreischer. All right, Bobby? Sounds good to me. Did you try uh, right. to pitch this when you were on your sabbatical? Because I could see this on, like, Hulu or the Game Show Network. Just, Just a, like a stage, but you like you show us what it is. A 1975 Studebaker, you see it, you try to guess how much it weighs. I mean, honestly, it's just the price is right, but it's like how much. Don't tell them. Oh, okay. Yeah. Well, some of the stuff that they have out there. Uh, And also, marvel at my ability to do the math on the fly so much better than Nick in yesterday's Rotten Tomatoes game. I was right. Uh, Okay. Uh, We're going to start, obviously, with Bert. Mm -hmm. And of course, I mean Bert from Bert and Ernie, the Muppets. How. Muppet? Sesame yeah. Street? Yeah, Muppet. Per- That's Jim Henson. How much does it weigh? The actual Muppet. Uh, I, I will tell you the internet is not perfectly clear on this. This is his listed weight, so I don't know if this is the puppet that they used with or the, Bert. Like the fictional character. Or if we, we are don't want in the to, universe yeah. of Sesame Street, yeah. how much does Bert weigh <sighs> when he's done having gay sex with Ernie and he walks into the bedroom and gets on the scale bathroom gets on the scale. You don't have to say gay sex you can just, this is regular sex but that's yeah, yeah it's fine. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I like which one's to the top, which one's the bottom? All right. the right How much does Bert from the Muppets weigh? Nick is thinking of an answer. Uh, you think of an answer Bobby. Nick is writing his down. You know what? Why be a jerk? Just give you whole numbers. <laughs> Alright, I have it. Alright. Uh, Bobby, what do, you, what do you think buddy? How much does Bert weigh? I think Ernie likes him at a slim 10 pounds. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. I love you, Bobby. That's excellent. <laughs> Ernie is the dominant one? I don't know. Maybe he is. Yeah. It's a weird, interesting thing there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. I mean, now we're going to have to go down a whole wormhole of who is what. And it's, yeah, it's fine. 
Uh, I got 12 pounds. 12 pounds. 12 pounds. Uh, the Bert. actual answer is 29 pounds for Bert. Yeah. Do you think that that God. is... Somebody's let himself go during the <laughs> pandemic. <laughs> uh, all right. So Nick is out to a slight lead. He was off by 17. You were off by 19, Bobby. But don't worry. It's still anybody's game. Uh, all right. Uh, Bert Kreischer, of course, uh, came to fame for the first time when he was named the biggest partier at the number one party school in the nation by Rolling Stone magazine. How much does one issue of Rolling Stone magazine weigh? And you think, you think, Bobby, Nick is writing his answer down. Mm -hmm. Rolling Stone magazine. Have you picked one up recently? Likely not. But if you did, how heavy did it feel? All right, I have an answer. All this right, Bobby. What do you? <laughs> it was not designed to be not nonsense. What do you, what, uh, what do you think, Bobby? I thought you were going to ask me like a Rolling Stone. Uh, let's do a two pounds. Two pounds, he says. I'm trying to judge it by a chronicle because that's the last like publication that I physically picked up. But uh, Rolling Stone seems much lighter than the Chronicle. That's heavy-ass newspaper paper. I'm saying just one pound. One pound is your answer, right? I really want to go 1.5, but I'm trying not to do half pounds for you. For my own uh, sake? Yeah. What a good guy you are. But also, the next thing is going to be something that's like 8,000 pounds. Would so you it knock matter. it off? Um, the real answer... Again, the internet, it won't tell you exactly how yeah. much an issue, uh, but if you try to order one on eBay, the shipping weight is 3.8 ounces. Wow. We're just going to go with a quarter pound there. Uh, uh, yeah, it's, it's very light, man. Yeah, uh, Ain't nobody doing two-pound curls with a ro issue of Rolling Stone magazine. Uh, so Nick maintains his small lead, but don't worry, uh, Bobby. Anything can happen here on the last one. You know, spoiler alert for our uh, sports show later on this afternoon uh -huh. on a different radio station, okay. but uh, the internet is also very tight-lipped on the way of NFL coaches as well, I found out. So, internet. Really? Get, get better at telling us how much things weigh. That's weird. Uh, okay, finally, I'll tell you, Bobby, that Nick has a three-pound lead on you. You've been off by 20 and three In real life, pounds. it's probably 20 or uh, 30 pounds there, I would Nick, imagine there. Nick has been off by uh, 17 and three quarters, so you have to be three pounds closer than him on this last one. How much does Bert Kreischer weigh? Mm -hmm. Or ask differently, how much weight does Tom Segura have to carry on his back to propel this man <laughs> no, onto the Mount Rushmore no. of comedy? How much does comedian Bert Kreischer weigh? Thank First you. of all, I would imagine that they are uh, helping each, each other propel. Eh. They're both equally carrying each other's weight as, as actual... Non-toxic, kind of aware of broadcasting partnership for a long time. And it's really another guy was. That's not your fault. You don't know about the machine. I got an answer. Uh, okay, Nick has written his answer down. What do you think, Bobby? Uh, I believe he's actually been trying to lose weight, which yeah. is not cool. Not uh, cool. Two fifty. Two fifty says Bobby. You know, I'm realizing now. I should have asked you how tall Bert Kreischer is. Because I don't know. That, that could change things I have, no idea. I have no idea either. He is, uh, his whole thing is that he's got a little bit of a belly. Right. But there's some muscle behind it, so I want to go a little bit higher. But uh, I might say he is Nick Hodges belly style. Yeah, we both got firm firm fat, which yeah. is not, that's the worst kind of fat to have. No, I disagree. There's no, so no. many. If, no. you got, if you got that interior uh, belly fat, that's bad for you. It's compressing your organs. Mm -hmm. Doctors keeps telling me oh. about it. But, uh, Aesthetically. Two, 238 pounds. 238 pounds. I think that pounds. He's, 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 he's under six foot. If he's like one of these 6'10 gigantors, 
Uh -huh. That's bad for me, but 238. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, this is unbelievable. You guys have uh, absolutely split the difference. Burt Kreischer, according to the internet, weighs 245 pounds, wow. which means by a margin of four pounds, listener Bobby has defeated you, Nick Hodgdon. Oh, that's... Sorry, buddy. Sorry. Uh, fine. Congratulations, Bobby. You're going to go see Bert. Hold on one second. The Morning X. 101X, it's The Morning X. Nick and Dick, it's time for Hajda headlines. We misinterpret the news so you don't have to. And now all the news of the coming guy, Nick Hajda, go. The news out of Gaza continues to be terrible. And instead of telling you about how many people died after Israel bombed a refugee camp to kill a top Hamas commander, I want to tell you that your dentist says, eat all of the Halloween candy in one sitting. It's better for your teeth. <laughs> a West Virginia dentist is going viral by saying it's technically better to eat it all at once. So kids, you heard it from a doctor-ish kind of. Eat all that candy right now. Don't listen to your parents and save it. Uh, meanwhile, in Austin, Mayor Kirk Watson is in a room or is in room temperature water after text messages revealed he helped Greg Abbott's deputy chief of staff's kids charter school get permits to build a new campus in town. Of course, really, we only bring it up to point out the importance of paying attention to local government and that oh. we are doing so right now. It is early voting here in Austin. There's lots of props out there that impact you. So go early vote. Uh, check out the, it's, I believe it's the Austin Women's League Voters Guide. Hmm. It does a really good job of partisan explaining whether you're the, the for it and again it. So Google all of that. Uh, and finally, did you wear one of the most popular Halloween costumes of all time? Well, congratulations, all you Ken and Barbies, because it's not you. Oh. According to a, uh, somebody went and did oh, studied no. all time. A man this down. is all the years that the top costumes were, and the most popular costume of all time, according to a new poll, is cowboy or cowgirl. Now, obviously, this goes back to when, you know. It's not like ghost? No, no. Uh, one in five adults have gone as a cowboy or cowgirl at least once when they were a kid. And then now, thanks to Pixar, people are going as Woody and Jesse from Toy Story. Mm -hmm. So that has kept the tradition alive. So the top uh, 10 most popular kids' costumes of all time, cowboy or cowgirl, witch, prince or princess, ghost, uh, superhero, pirate. Well, superhero is the whole, is a costume? Yeah. All of them count as all one? All of them lumped into and one. And that's not, not number one? I know. Pirate, vampire, fairy, cat, and athlete. All right. So, yeah. I saw a uh, one of those uh, blow-up dinosaurs last night. I'm like, we're, we're still doing the blow-up dinosaur guy? You know, that that seems... That's for, like, doing weird trick shot videos, like yeah. uh, hitting, a, cr cracking your balls on a skateboard <laughs> There's a on somewhat, TikTok, uh, not Halloween. Famous uh, punk rock inflatable dinosaur yeah. that goes to... I think it's a she goes to, like, Riot Fest every year. And, and just moshes. And, yeah, and yeah, surfs around. Yeah. And, and yeah. yeah, so when I saw one crossing the street as it was taking me forever to get to H-E-B last night, I was like, well, this is a Halloween costume now? Although I am thinking, like... Like, if you were a parent and you get yeah. one of those dinosaur costumes and yeah. your little kid is like a little Ian Malcolm from Jurassic Park, you put him in a little Power Wheels Jurassic Park Jeep and you're just chasing it, okay. that's an adorable parent-child <laughs> costume. Got to follow. Sorry. Yeah. You got to follow along really closely with the Hajda headlines if you want to get them, all right? 
That's the second time I was like, room temperature water? Oh, so not hot not water. Not hot water. I, I get it. I get it. Let's try to make the news fun, Jason. I get it. The Texas Rangers are going to win the World Series. 11-7, to they beat the Diamonds, uh, Diamondbacks last night. They have a three-games-to-one series lead. Game five is... T- Tonight, man, tonight in Arizona, they could be world champs as of tonight. Now, Rangers fans, would you rather lose tonight so that you can party in Arlington in a couple of days? Hmm? Yeah. No, that's what the parade is for. That's what the parade is for. Celebrate in front of the home fans? And they'll, they'll have to celebrate in front of a bunch of Diamondback fans tonight. I mean, I, I do think that the Diamondbacks got one more yeah. win at them. Uh, college football rankings, the first edition, college football playoff rankings. The first edition came out last night. Ohio State was one. Your Texas Longhorns, number seven, but still everything available to them if they uh, win the remaining games. And last night, oh my goodness, your San Antonio Spurs. The Victor Wimbenyama era is officially underway, ladies and gentlemen. They were down 20 in this game uh, versus the Phoenix Suns. But let's just skip to the final few seconds where the Spurs are down four. Miss a three-pointer. But have you heard of Victor Wimbenyama? He's very big. Okay. Yeah. He stood on his tippy toes and dumped the ball, uh, putting the Spurs down uh, just, uh, excuse me, I say they were down four, down uh, one at that point. Uh, the Suns inbound the ball. To Kevin Durant. All right. What are you doing? No, that's he's, giving the ball to your best player. Kevin Durant is one of the best players of all time. How are we going to get the ball away from him? Well, Keldon Johnson comes right up Kevin Durant's backside, uh, and he uh, steals the ball from him, lays it in, and the Spurs win 115-114. Yeah. Uh, here, I'll give you the official call. However, I thought that was pretty pretty nails the way I did it. Plays disrupted. Pops upset. Vassell's going to have to go on his own. Three-pointer. No good. Wimpen Yama! It's a one-point game. 6.8 to go. You might want to call a timeout to advance it. Oh, Johnson takes it from him. Johnson hangs. Yes! And the Spurs have the lead. See, I can't follow that at all, all right? I, when I explained it, I told you Kelvin, Keldon Johnson came right up his backside. Mm-hmm. I think that's an important part to Okay. <laughs> I do like how the Suns were leading for, uh, there's 48 minutes in a basketball game. And okay. they led for 47 minutes and 58 seconds. Yeah, it doesn't and matter, lost. though. That's, uh, that's, 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 that's the way delicious. it works, man. That's delicious. Is that? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Man, he's going to be so good, Victor Wembanyama. Yeah. He's so great. What do, you, what do you think, Pop? I love basketball. That's it. I agree, man. I agree. <laughs> the Morning X. Dick. Happy day after Halloween, and man, what an honor it is to be joined by Nicholas Hodge, the star of the Waterloo Media Halloween Costume Contest. Or is is that Bob? Is that Bob Barker? Is that dead and buried zombie Bob Barker? I don't oh, think it is. What's the, pro- what's the problem, man? Oh, no. There's a man down. Too many people yesterday. Uh, I'm, I'm working. I'm going to picture up at 101X, Morning X on Twitter if you guys check out my costume that I wore to our costume party here, yes- party here yesterday. Yeah. Uh, I was trying to be Bob Barker from Happy Gilmore. Yeah. yeah. But as everybody just kept saying, ah, Bill Murray from Zombieland. <laughs> and I, w- I, I would have told is you. wrong, bitch. I would have told you that uh, the worst thing about a costume is having nobody get what it is. Yeah. Like, well, what are you? And I yeah. determined that no, having them guess somebody else. <laughs> it, that's worse that's than, the worst case scenario. And so right. my costume was a failure. Yeah. Uh, at last second, I decided to try to do face paint to go as zombie Bob Barker. So yeah. I got some green and some white, mix it up in the bathroom here, applied it to my face. Yeah. 
And, You're welcome, uh, by the way. I assisted uh, graying out Nick's hair. You did. The, the gray hair worked out yeah. way better than I than I thought. I, was mm-hmm. trying, I, I got my hair cut in an old man-style haircut. Yeah. Got some of that gray spray paint right, to do it. Right. But yeah. You had a, a golf shirt on and mm-hmm. uh, brought, a, brought a, a golf club, a golf cl- uh, glove. I'm going to say like a, a three-wood. Yeah. Sure, sure, sure. Um, yeah. yeah. But uh, no, I did not like it. And then, of course, every like there was like 15 people here that dressed up as Barbies, and they won. Mm-hmm. The costume contest. Which, okay. But yeah, so failure. <laughs> Best Halloween costume of the season was my uh, impromptu last minute sexy cat costume on Friday night. That was your best. Uh, that was my best. Yeah, yeah, yeah of yeah, the season. Yeah, not yeah, necessarily. Yeah. And you're you're now butthurt because you wanted to do Mojo Dojo Ken, but lost heart or... Well, I lost heart, lost effort into actually uh, perching off this. Then a friend said that he was going to go as that costume, and I was like, you know what? Don't don't get into a Mojo Dojo Ken fight, and I should have because I actually won it. I don't mean to start that fight again. Yeah. After arguing on Twitter all yesterday. Good, good, um, good. Now I do feel like, like when we had fourteen people, I don't know if there were just fourteen independent Barbies here at the radio station, or if they just grouped them all. They just herded them all together. It's like, oh, you're also Barbie. You just go with the other Barbies there were right down there. Fourteen Barbies up there. I, I I couldn't count them, but there was a vast. I will say, I, I saw majority. some uh, yeah. some social media posts from our guy C.J. Morgan, who was the host of this costume contest. Yes, uh, and, and I was surprised how many people were up there. But I guess I should not be surprised as uh, yesterday at a.m. the one next studio just turned into a dressing room and yeah. there were multiple people in here. At one point I look over and CJ's got no pants and I'm like, hey, 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 <laughs> I'm still working here. I mean, I know the rest of you. That's just that's just no pants Tuesday well, on the CJ oh, Morning okay. Morgan show. Yeah. Wait, what, what is, again, sometimes my disappointment with this place. I, I, are, are we not a a live broadcasting company. I mean, there's there's shows going on, and people mm-hmm. are just like, oh no 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 no. Those all have to be put on yeah. hold as we're going to have a costume contest. I walked into the bathroom yesterday, and I'm hoping it was makeup, but there's one sink that's just filled with red goo. Okay, full disclosure, earmuffs. Chuck, who's in charge of our building here. Yeah, that was me. You you red goo so the sink after the Halloween costa uh, co- co- contest. We had to still do uh, two hours of radio about sports. Yeah. And I was like, I, I went and I washed off all of the, the zombie face paint makeup in the yeah. sink. And then, but I, I wanted to reapply. I was still in character. So I wanted to reapply a little nostril blood. Like I was just punched by uh, Adam Sandler. Oh, right. And so I did right, that. Right, and then right. I was like, you know, I as a little bit of. You're a professional golfer. I think you should be working at the snack bar. Watch it, Bobby. <laughs> as a little bit of defiance to the man. And because I was mad that my costume sucked, uh, I just squirted all the rest of my fake blood into the sink. Because it's Halloween! <laughs> but nobody wants I that. I spooky! So, um, yeah. Oh, wow, I'm sorry, buddy. I, I legitimately, legitimately was pretty sorry for you because I saw the, all the effort that you had put in and uh, forsaken all of the prep for the sports show so that you could apply all this makeup. Mm-hmm. Uh, and what it started at 10.30 a.m.? Yeah, our other show starts at 11 a.m., and I told Nick, hey, I don't care what's going on up there. You have to be down here at 11 a.m., and yeah. Nick was down here at 10.37 a.m., just sad and dejected. I was like, that was it? Yeah, I was one of the first people in line. I went over there. They introduced, here's, 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 what are you, the bloated corpse of Bob Barker? <laughs> they got a series of judges. I gave a bunch of little shadow punches, yeah. jumped around a little bit. Yelled the prices wrong, bitch, yeah. and then even that's not a Bob Barker quote, and then I just came back and was like, all right, that's it. You know, I am never really the uh, 
told you so kind of guy, but I did mm-hmm. find this clip from yesterday's show. I'm just a little worried that people aren't going to get it. Uh, there's Not a couple people here in the building think I'm Rodney Dangerfield from Caddyshack, which is just a, <laughs> which is just a price you got to pay. Well, and here's the worst part, mm. is that had I gone is Bill Murray from Zombieland, which even though he's clearly wearing a sweater vest and not uh. a golf polo shirt, I could have kept my long hair that I cut oh. into an old man yeah. Bob yeah. Barker now haircut. you have an old man haircut. Yes. So. The Bill Murray Zombieland, mm. while not topical and pop culture much better costume for me. The Morning X. What a what X. It's the Morning X. Jason Dicknick, Hajda. And now something about baseball. I believe your Texas Rangers are going to be champions of the World Series world, uh, possibly tonight. If not tonight, uh, then uh, I say certainly this weekend. But not if Morgan Wallen has anything to say about it. What? Yeah. Uh, so the Arizona Diamondbacks. Is he a big Diamondbacker? Uh, Arizona Diamondbacks GM Mike Hazen says he only has been listening to Morgan Wallen every game day. Uh, since August, that's when the uh, the Diamondbacks really caught fire. He uh, explained this uh, his game day super t- superstitions on the baseball isn't boring podcast. Challenge that yeah, one for sure. I'm not going to look at that list. Uh, but uh, yeah, he says that he only listens to Morgan Wallen on game day. It's been going great. Specifically, the song one one thing at a time. I said, I hear that sounds totally sounds country. Are you being that, that doesn't sound country at all? No, nah, that's the joke. Oh, okay, that's the joke. I was like, yeah, 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 yeah. I hate country. Yeah. Morgan Wallen, N word. Yes. Uh, yeah, yeah. That's un, that's unfortunate. Yeah. That's that's a problem. And apparently, it rocketed him to stardom. Uh, okay. Uh, do you have any game day superstitions, Hajda? Listening or otherwise? No, I try not to be a big superstition person. Yeah. Uh, but I, I was disappointed because I know. It's, I know this is a thing in the NBA with the Miami Heat where Jimmy Butler said that he was listening to Nickelback to get to. I think he was threatening his his fellow players. Like, if you guys don't win this game, I'm going to blast Nickelback so that it inspired right. them to make right. it to the NBA Finals. And then the Rangers were big fans of Creed. Oh. But then they lost against the Astros as soon as it went to Arlington, and that's when Creed was in the house. So I don't know oh. if Creed was a boon or a curse or whatever. But these seem to be ironic choices, right? Like I don't, I, I don't, yeah. I just don't understand this recent trend of trying to uh, uh, credit songs and artists with your success. You know this about it's me. Supposed to be Nick, Jesus, Nick Hajda, uh That yeah, I'm not really a superstitious person yeah. either. But I, uh, you know, I feel like if listening to a, something puts me in a certain frame of mind, mm-hmm. perhaps I will perform on a certain elite level. And, See, I was too uh, busy in my playing days. I was too busy just like panicking over. I don't know all the plays. I can't remember what they are. That probably seems like I a problem. What's going on? It seems like so. a problem. Uh, but yeah, I'm gonna say that it was the 2020 season, football season. Went mm-hmm. very good for your guy, fantasy and gambling wise. And one Sunday morning, I was just like, "All right, guys, you know what we got to do? We got to keep this thing rolling, okay? We got to keep the momentum going." So every Sunday, every football Sunday for the last four years, I have thrown on a classic jam, okay? Not an ironic jam, a classic jam, you insist, from Limp Bizkit, and you know about it.
I can't absolutely see you at home getting hyped in front of your bathroom mirror. Oh, yeah. Doing the hand in the air. I actually waving it back and forth. The whole you're process rolling. starts in the shower, okay? Oh. I tell you, take the phone in the shower, throw on the, uh, the rolling. <laughs> Start making my deliberations about who am I starting, uh-huh. who am I sitting, and life is good. Life is good until I have an Owen 8 fantasy team. What the fuck? The Morning X. It's beginning to look a lot like gobble, 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 gobble season. It's Thanksgiving time, man, and topping off, topping all gluttony news. There we go. All right. Uh, are you ever on, like, your fifth day of eating Thanksgiving leftovers and you think, man, I could put this stuff on a pizza. Yeah. No. Me neither. Definitely not. But I guess that's the thinking. I've never been past day three. Uh, That is the thinking of DiGiorno. What do they say? It's not pizza. It's DiGiorno. No. It's not delivery. It's DiGiorno. (laughs) That would be a way worse slogan. It's a very bad slogan. (laughs) Uh, DiGiorno is selling a Thanksgiving pizza. It features here. Tell me if you're in and out, in or out on each of these. Mm-hmm. Um, turkey, okay, of course, acceptable. Although on a pizza, no. If that's, that, that's if that weird... was good, somebody would have already done it, right? I've yeah. never heard. I mean, of I it. guess it's the same thing as chicken, but that just that just hits the ears <sighs> weird. A, a gravy sauce. That's really going to be oh. the make or break. I think if the, they can get the gravy sauce down, maybe I'm I'm in. Yeah, sweet potatoes, no way. Green, no, I, I can actually see that. Green beans, no way. No cranberries, no way. Mozzarella and cheddar. You know what? Uh, the actual like cranberries, I is no burn that. But like yeah. that gelatin cranberry sauce. Like I almost want to say that I'll I want to use that, that on a pizza. I almost want to say I want to use that as instead the of the base. gravy as the sauce base. And they definitely out on that. Uh, You're some, gonna lose a foot though. A a crispy onion topping, all piled on a thick Detroit style crust. Grade this hot mm. take. Detroit's uh, Detroit style crust. Greatest thing in the history of pizza. Too hot, not hot enough, or just right? I mean, I'm going to immediately counter with the, the stuffed crust, the cheese no, and the crust no, there. No. That's, no. De- Detroit style, done correctly via 313. Shout out. It's no, I like that. Um, now, see, here's the thing is because I, I, I've been a proponent of this, and I demand that you try it as well. DiGiorno does a croissant crust. So it's it's like a deep dish pizza. It's like a Detroit style, except with a flaky croissant style crust. And I've, I've tried that a couple times, and again, like it's it goes straight to my hips. It's bad for your waistline. Straight to your hips. Oh, I feel like it's just adding. But like, and that especially if I am going to do a Thanksgiving style pizza, or it also would be good like a breakfast pizza. I've been trying to work out a good uh, biscuits and gravy style breakfast <laughs> pizza for a while now, uh-huh. and just you know it hasn't made it past the conception stage. But I think a a, a croissant crust would be good for both of those. Uh, DiGiorno will not be selling these in stores. What? Uh, yeah, you can only order them online. As a matter of fact, starting today, uh, they will release a limited number every Wednesday through Thanksgiving, starting today. So good luck, Thanksgiving pizza enthusiasts. The Morning X. What up, what X? It's the Morning X, Nick and Dick. It's an exciting day, ladies and gentlemen, because today is day number one of Dick Chef Helps Nick. Uh-huh. Chef Dick help. That's probably the better way to say it. Dick Chef would. You know what? It probably works either way. Mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah, in a weird request, totally fine request, uh, Nick said, hey, will you make me food? Uh, just uh, There's a little bit more to it, but yeah, that'll you, be just to it. You like to eat? You want to eat more healthy? And uh, I would love to eat healthy. I just I hate cooking. 
Right. Uh, and I actually... I wasted so much money on just letting the ingredients rot in my kitchen because I, in my fridge because I won't cook it. I don't love eating healthy, but I actually do really get personal enjoyment out of cooking and, and cooking for other people. Yeah. Uh, and so, yeah, when Nick asked me a couple of weeks ago, I was like, yeah, absolutely, let's do it. Well, you were specifically were complaining that nobody in your house wants to eat these delicious, <laughs> nutritious meals you prepared for you. Yeah. yeah and I was yeah, like, oh, yeah. feed well, me. Literally. Uh, there, there you go. That's number one. Last Thank night, I, I made Nick a I little have some notes. chicken. Oh, really? You haven't even eaten it yet. <laughs> chicken fajita stir fry. You got some uh, grilled uh, peppers, some onions, some uh, mushrooms mm-hmm. in there. Side of guac. If you want to go carb free, uh, just throw those tortillas in the trash. Uh, but yeah, that was just a it was, look yesterday. It was a it was a long day for your guy. Yeah, uh, yeah I don't want to get into it, but don't worry, guys. I'm not totally about to lose it. <laughs> Uh, but yeah, I got home at the end of a long day. I was like, you know what's going to be nice? I'm gonna, I'm gonna cook a delicious meal for the family, and I'll, that, I'll, that is good for your mentals. I'll bring uh, bring some to work for for Nick as well. And I want to tell you, the preparing of that meal was not n- not at all the difficult part. Okay, uh-huh. <laughs> it's all the parts that existed around it, and uh, I don't want to. This segment is not designed like shopping or just the rest of your life. I I actually also I like going to the grocery store. Okay, Mm -hmm. I like walking around and picking out the ingredients and old man style, more old lady, I guess, grabbing an avocado, squeezing it. Saying, nah, putting it back. <laughs> I'm picturing you one of those like mall walker wind jogging suits things. Nah, yeah, yeah. Just yeah. regular Jason Dick. You got a bunch of 80 year old AirPods ladies. Yeah. That my that are your, are your army of devor- uh, devoted fans taking pictures of me from afar <laughs> and not coming to say hi. I love that. Thanks, guys. Uh, but no, I like going to the grocery store. I love cooking. Um, and this segment is not supposed to be about uh, crapping on my girlfriend, but. Darling, I love you. You're the love of my life. Mm. And I, I wouldn't even call her close to high maintenance, but just a series of the things that happened yesterday. Sure, go for it. Uh, I come home. There's a, we, we get home from work at a reasonably the same time, uh, and uh, she we've had a, a dishes situation going on for a couple of days. And so I see her. She puts on rubber gloves when she's going to do the dishes, and I was like, all right, okay. cool, get it on. She puts the gloves on. She does the dishes. I come come back 20 minutes later. They're half done. <laughs> and I'm like, huh. I go to the other room. I was like, hey, did you start doing the dishes and then, like, leave half of them? And she, she goes, steam. She goes, yep. <laughs> and I was like. Was the dishwasher full or she was no, just. No, no, just, no, just, okay. just That was it. And I was like, <laughs> okay. Okay. Uh, I'm I'm preparing this meal, and I look up, and there's just a full glass, a full glass of tea sitting on the bar. She's been in the other room for, for 20 minutes. Yeah. I, I go in there, and I was like, hey, there's a full glass of tea sitting on the bar. And she's like, yeah, that's mine. I'm like, are you done with it? Or are you, it's, like, is, it's, is it, it's just put it in the fridge for you. What a- Okay, <laughs> that's, that's fine. Uh, I, I cooked the meal, and now I have to find a, a container to bring it to you in. Yeah, uh, which I want to kudos you. Uh, you somehow have a red top and bottom well, H-E-B set of Tupperware. Let me tell you, friend, that was the most difficult part of preparing this meal, was oh, finding a matching set. We have an entire cabinet, okay, uh, the lower cabinet. It's where you would, it's the size of one you'd keep all your pots and pans, and it is nothing yeah. Nothing but Tupperwares, okay? Yeah. Completely unmatched. I would estimate 
top of my head, there are 42 pieces in there, okay? Mm-hmm. And of those 42 pieces, none of them go together. <laughs> yeah. Not a single one. Yeah. And so I am angrily grumbling on my knees, swiping through all of these things. And she she hears that I'm, like, upset. And so she comes over. She's like, do you, do you want me to help? Do you want me to? Uh, and she, she looks around in there for a while and eventually produces one for me. And I'm like... Why are there why are there no matching pieces? Where are all the, the the Tupperwares? And she goes, I don't know. I don't know what's up with that. And then I go to the fridge, and there is a literal museum of leftover foods from the last month that uh-huh. are just sitting in there forever. And I'm like, what are we, what are we doing here, man? So yeah, finding a, a, a matching piece of Tupperware, I was. You know what? When I broached this idea to you, because I, I recently went and purchased, they have like those black containers that are like a to go thing, like if you yeah. want to go out. And they had like 30 of those for, I don't know, 20 bucks at HBS. So I bought them. So I have Tupperware. I'm willing to provide you with the Tupperware sets here. That might be the to answer. Help things out. That might be the answer for but me. Then you got uh, COVID, it almost killed you. And I was like, is this really going to be my health guru? <laughs> this guy. So well, I'm not I kind of just health, wrote but... off this stir fry plan. But thank yeah. you so much. Well, I look forward to your notes on the situation. Okay. The morning X. You know, you don't have to do it. Okay. Just let people, let people be, be happy. I'm just trying to uplift the people with some feel-good, positive news. And then Nick is always trying to ruin things, a segment we call Don't Nick My News. Uh, let's go to Atlantic City? Really? What? Uh, yeah, Marie and Terrence uh, met roughly 20 years ago while working at the now-shuttered Trump Plaza Hotel and Casino in Atlantic City. Uh, we've been there, Nick. I, I kind of remember it ish. <laughs> okay, yeah, sure. Good. Maybe we met Marie and Terrence. Who knows? Uh, they I think I was blacked out by the time we actually got into the hotel casino. That's but, okay. Yeah. Uh, they became fast friends, bonding over their shared love of the Philadelphia Eagles. Uh, the two have been to about 20 Eagles games together over the course of their friendship. Now, I know what you're thinking. These old man and woman, they, they're banging, right? No. No, they're just friends, okay? They're just just football friends, okay? I thought you were going to say, like, they both punched the same police horse at the same time. (laughs) Uh, They were uh, going to the October 22nd, what was that? Was that last Sunday? Uh, The uh, Sunday night football game between the uh, Eagles and the Dolphins. I guess that was two Sundays. Two two Sundays ago, yeah. yeah. Uh, They had tickets to the game. Uh, They are, of course, super fans. So we're at the stadium super early, way before kickoff, because they want to watch the team warm up. Uh, that's uh, that's when an Eagles employee approached them. They had a uh, white unmarked envelope and said, hey, would you like this envelope? Uh, Terrence says, quote, she was like, what's this? I said, open it up. You won the grand prize or something. She was treating like there was anthrax in the envelope. So I said, if somebody hands you something at a football game, you know it's going to be something good, end quote. Might challenge you on that one, Terrence, yeah. but uh, <laughs> it turns out it was something good. It was sideline passes. So there's sideline passes. If you want to come and watch the warm-up on the sideline, I can take you guys down there right now if you want to come. Right now? Yep. Yep. What's your name? Marie. Terrence. Nice to meet you. <laughs> Listen to that nice old lady, mm-hmm. man. Uh, and they make their way down to the sideline. We're talking about the sideline, man. We were. We were just saying, who are these people down there? How did they get down there? People just like you. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, the real Garden of Eden right here. <laughs> oh, this is great. So we see them like... 
like live. Yeah. And the uh, video, uh, the team posted the video to all their uh, social media platforms, has since gone viral. And now Marie and Terrence are Philadelphia Eagles super fan celebrities. Hey, how about that? Look, hmm. I, I got no no real beef against these people. Okay. This nice old lady and everything. My problem is with the Philadelphia Eagles for trying to do this fake news social media stunt. Again, yeah, if you are going around a tailgate just with a white envelope shoving in people's faces, everybody's natural reaction is, no, get away from me. Depends get on out of here. I don't want to sign up for your at, thing. But at an Eagles game, I definitely would say, uh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, man, leave me yeah. alone. Yeah, but also they just go and they shove this envelope into this lady's face because eventually like somebody has to take these passes, and so it feels very much about how like you know the telemarketer scammer people will call up your grandma and sweet talker, and the next thing you know they got all of her social social security information. Her checks aren't coming anymore. She's got eight identities and 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 Brazil, <laughs> like it just it feels very predatory on these people. I feel like they took advantage of this old lady for this feel good social media event. And then also the fact that she was so confused about, do we get to watch these players live? Like, what do you, they're not holograms. What are we doing? She, this is our dream come true, man. Look, I'm I'm glad they had a happy moment. Also, that lady absolutely booed Michael Irvin when he was hurt on the star. (laughs) She threw snowballs and batteries at Santa Claus. Okay, you can't take the Philly out of the Eagle fan. I got bad news for Terrence and Marie. Them boys coming to town on Sunday, all right? (laughs) The Morning X. Yo, 101X, it's the Morning X, Nick and Dick. And uh, Nick, let me ask you some financial advice. I know you just got some good news recently, right? Yeah, Uh, walk away from your debt. Work. (laughs) Might be. No problems. Don't worry, guys. Uh, There is a totally not disastrous Manor House update coming in uh, a few days. Uh, But I got this in the mail yesterday. (laughs) I'm hoping so much that this is fake or a scam that I can just ignore. Uh, but it's just a letter. All it says is Jason, comma, does not have my last name. <laughs> <laughs> we have been attempting to contact you regarding an important, uh, a matter of importance. Please call blah, 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 blah. Uh, they have the name of my bank uh, mm-hmm. that I have my construction loan with. Oh, no. All right. But this can't be from them, right? They address me only as Jason. Yeah. This has got to be a scam, right? Maybe they're trying to be like, hey, this is some really terrible news for you. Also, we'll make it more friendly. They it's know not Mr. Uh, Mr. Dick. They know how to they know it's how to by Jason. They know how to contact me. You've been trying to contact me. I'm easily available. Okay? I'm readily mm-hmm, available. Mm-hmm, this is, mm-hmm. it looks this has got to be fake, yeah, right? Look at this. Look at that. No, there's there's some financial details here. Oh, I cannot show. I've, I've seen it. Okay. That's right, yeah. fine. Okay. What? What? Well, no, I mean it just it just says <laughs> It should say who it's from, right? No, it's unmarked. Yeah. I'm going to just throw that in the trash. I'm going to Nick Hodge to that one, okay? Yeah, if it's really important, they will send you one that has red letters that says (laughs) urgent on it, okay? The Morning X.